Welcome to our weekly energy update with Investec Head of Commodities, Callum McPherson. Good morning, Callum. Good morning, Lynn. Brent set another new high of over $97 per barrel last week, but it is much lower today. What has been behind these moves? Brent reached uh, $97.69 per barrel last week, and that's uh, another highest level since uh, November last year. And this happened after US inventory data was published last Wednesday, which uh, alarmed markets by revealing uh, Pretty unusually low levels inventory at uh, Cushing, Oklahoma, which is the delivery point for the U.S. Uh, crude futures contract. Now, while inventories are above levels seen sometimes last year, um, so yes, it's low, but it has been lower. And also overall U.S. crude inventories, i.e. if you take all of the different storage sites and add them together, are close to normal levels. This news last week did add to fears that the market is is very tight. Nevertheless, as you say, the markets have moved lower again this week. Now, some of that move is actually due to the contract roll. So last week when we were talking about the price of Brent, we were looking at the contract for November delivery, um, but that contract has now expired. So today when we talk about the price of Brent, we're talking about the price for December delivery. And generally the December contract has traded about $2 per barrel cheaper than the November contract. Still, the move lower is actually more than $2 per barrel. So there is some genuine move down in the market. Um, and, And this, I think, is because of some nervousness ahead of the publication of the Saudi official selling price as it's possible that they might be considering a change in their stance on their cuts. Do you think they might end the cuts early? Well, if the Saudis were going to reduce the cuts, I mean, we've got to remember that they made these additional voluntary cuts for a million barrels per day in response to market weakness and uh, Brent trading around 17 and this kind of thing. Now now we've seen Brent close to $100 per barrel. So it, it would be natural for them to ask the question whether they are still necessary. And this would definitely be the time they would uh, make that kind of decision if they were going to do it, um, because it's around the start of the month that they announced their official selling prices, which are the spreads over benchmark prices that they will sell crude into uh, various markets around the world. They haven't announced the um, official selling price yet, but uh, usually it it is over the first few days of the month. And when they do that, they need to set the spread at a price that's competitive into into those markets for the amount of crude that they intend to sell. Um, So hence the connection between the publication of the selling price and whether they will uh, make some adjustments to their cuts. The official selling prices have not been published yet. When they are published, uh, presumably in the next few days, if the cuts aren't meant at all, or they affirm the cuts, i.e. they're going to continue through November, then that obviously suggests the cuts are going to stay in place. And so we might see Brent moving higher, potentially through the psychologically important uh, $100 per barrel. If, on the other hand, they, they make a, a clear announcement the cuts are being reduced, I mean, maybe they reduce them from a million to 500,000 barrels per day, or perhaps they remove the cuts entirely, then we could see the market fall. And I think that's why the market's a little bit nervous at the moment uh, while it waits to see what the Saudis are planning. Turning to gas and electricity markets, the 1st of October is the start of the heating season for European markets. How are things shaping up? Well, gas storage injections have been hampered over the last couple of months by North Sea maintenance. It's particularly had an impact on Norwegian production. Um, But there has been good renewable generation. Um, Early in September, it was very sunny. Later in September, it was very windy. We had all these storms coming across uh, the Atlantic. And there's also been a better than average uh, output from French uh, nuclear power stations. So overall, that 
has meant that uh, gas storage has continued to build, though certainly not as much as quickly as it would have done if, if those outages in Norway hadn't occurred. And we now have gas in storage a little over 95% full, and it's about as high as storage ever got last year, although last year the peak storage level was actually reached in November. And here we are only at the start of October and we've already got the same level in storage. Um, the other thing to look at, of course, is the weather. Uh, so far, it's uh, been pretty mild. It looks set to continue to be pretty mild. So we would not expect a strong pickup in, in gas demand on, on heating uh, requirements. And that tends to suggest that the storage will continue to build. Uh, and that, of course, will put pressure on short-dated gas and electricity prices. Uh, really, the only cloud on the horizon, though, is the possibility of, of Russia cutting off the r- remaining uh, supplies of natural gas into Europe. Thank you, Kalem. We'll chat again next week. Thank you, Len. Thank you for tuning into another episode of Investec's Weekly Energy Update with Callum McPherson. If you'd like to discuss any of the contents of the podcast, drop Callum an email on callum.mcpherson at investtech.co.uk or visit investtech.com forward slash commodities. Until next time, thank you.